You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here in DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back into another edition of the Arrowhead Pride Report. I am Steven Serta. It is Wednesday, January 3rd. Uh, happy 2024 to everybody out there as the Kansas City Chiefs celebrate an eighth straight AFC West title, clinching a playoff spot and raising some questions about the status of some players in Week 18 as they can't improve their can't really improve their playoff situation uh, ahead of the postseason. So got a lot of things to figure out this week as they get ready for their matchup with the Chargers. So let me welcome in the leader of Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney. Sween, uh, I, I think we both had a, a good fantasy year this year. Won some playoff matchups, won some money, had had some celebrations. I, I think we're both flying high uh, along with the Chiefs' eighth straight AFC West title. <laughs> yeah, we actually probably had better years than, than the Chiefs did, <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay, because once the playoffs start, as you know, even in, in those of you that, that play fantasy football, it really doesn't matter if you're what would be the sixth seed or the first seed. Uh, everyone has an opportunity to win, and I think that's what the Chiefs are focusing on right now, just this idea that, okay, look, they, the whole year it was tough. It was a grind. Uh didn't really go exactly to the plan that we like. Didn't really get to where we like to be, which is the number one seed and having the buy in the AFC. But hey, look, you get the number three seed. You happen to be locked in there. I think you'd love an opportunity to get to number two. But in a way, there's a blessing being locked into the number three because now this game ahead doesn't matter for anything. You talked about it being a new year. I think we're in for one of those unique Wednesdays where we actually might even get Blaine Gabbert at the podium later today. Uh, you know, they will usually put the starter there. I don't expect Patrick Mahomes to start in this game. And so I, I think we get Blaine today. And so it's going to be that kind of week. We'll see who plays and, and who doesn't. Yeah. And it's, uh, I think for chiefs fans, obviously you want 
the home field advantage every year in the playoffs. But uh, I do think that them securing this three seed is kind of a blessing in disguise because it gives them an opportunity to possibly right. rest some players. And, and and I think they do need it right now. But ahead of Week 18, ahead of this matchup against Easton Stick and the Chargers, who fired their coaching staff, have just uh, a boatload of injuries like – that team is ready to hang it up. Maybe they want to finish on a strong note. And they, they did kind of take the Buffalo Bills down to the wire last week. But that Miami Dolphins Buffalo Bills game is the one that everybody is going to be watching this weekend and the one that could have a pretty drastic impact on the playoff seeding. So that's what Chiefs fans should be locked into this weekend. Hopefully it's still a Chiefs win in week 18, but I don't expect to see a lot of familiar faces on Sunday. Yeah, I I think that's a huge game. Such certainly a huge game for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, if they lose that game, they could actually find themselves if a certain scenario played out out of the postseason. Uh, the Chiefs will be watching that game as well because uh, there's a good chance the loser of that game will play Kansas City in, in, in the wild card round and and it, that's a tough that's a tough draw. You know, we've been talking about it. There are different scenarios where the Chiefs could also get the Steelers, the Texans, the Colts. I think you'd rather one of those teams uh, than either of the AFC East teams. But uh, of course, the the team will be saying today that you know, it doesn't matter who ends up coming to Arrowhead Stadium for Wild Card Weekend. You know, they're going to be ready. That being said, you'd love uh, something to break your way in terms of of, of a matchup, and I think. And I think you can agree with this, Steve, and we're okay to say this. Like, you'd rather be playing Gardner Minshew than Tua and Tyreek or or Josh Allen and these resurgent bills that haven't lost since their bye week. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, you know, the Colts have put together a pretty nice season with new head coach Shane Steichen. And, you know, the Steelers are the Steelers. They're always prickly and, and seem to find ways to stay above 500. So, the, the Dolphins right now, too, it's they just lost Bradley Chubb for the season. They've lost uh, uh, they lost Jalen Phillips earlier this year. And so the Dolphins are pretty banged up right now and, and they could really use a win. But it's going to be a tough matchup between those two playoff caliber teams on Sunday. So that that's definitely something to stay locked into. And as far as the Chiefs and their players go and playing time and everything goes, there's I would have to imagine most of the starters are going to sit on Sunday. We should hear from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and maybe Blaine Gabbert instead of Patrick Mahomes. We'll find out later on this afternoon. So make sure you stay locked in the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. We'll have all that available for you. Um, but there is some reason that some of these chief starters would want to play or at least get some playing time on Sunday. And it starts with Chris Jones, who... You know, we all offseason contract negotiations hold out into week one. He's in the, the suite watching week one against the Lions instead of playing football. Finally agrees to this new contract or or reworked deal for this season that is loaded with incentives. And Chris Jones, maybe at the end of the day, hasn't had the exact kind of season that he was hoping for. But he's still only half a sack away from a one point two five million dollar incentive that is easily within his reach if he can get on the field on Sunday. So it's kind of up to the Kansas City Chiefs, but I tend to think they'll give him an opportunity to try to hit that incentive at least. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting business. Uh, there are there is room for the team to just pay out some of these bonuses that are close that would afford. Uh, players to rest uh, you know there probably are some we don't even really know about and so uh, we'll see if the Chiefs do that if not I'm sure Jones will likely demand to play I mean this is a guy that kind of has been saying all year he's going to hit his numbers and wants to make it every sense he can after the 
the failed holdout. And so, you know, he, he's one to watch. Uh, another one, if you go to the offensive side, Steve, is, is Travis Kelsey, who's seeking his NFL building record of, of eight straight seasons of 1,000 yards. As a reminder, there's only one other tight end that has three. So that would be five more uh, than the next tight end in line. And we've seen Andy give players with milestones and, and reasons to play uh, an ability to actually play the first part of the game. And so you might uh, see a, a first or second drive where Travis Kelsey is targeted by Blake Gabbard a lot. Once he gets his 16, 17 yards, he, he pops out of the game. Um, same thing with maybe Chris Jones in the sack. I think those are both situations that we ought to watch just because uh, I think they, they matter to the players. And, and that uh, is something they, they don't talk about a lot, but you'll know uh, if they are in the game uh, for at least a little bit on Sunday. And as far as Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey go specifically, like I, I think the Chiefs ha- have been pretty good about that stuff. Like it's, you know, we talk about Andy Reid as like this player's coach and, mm-hmm. and why guys love playing for him. Like there's bad organizations in the NFL that would sit players to try to avoid paying out contract incentives, yeah. but I don't think the Chiefs are that kind of organization. Like I, I think the Chiefs would try to help Chris Jones hit that money, especially because the rest of his incentives aren't happening. Uh, like barring right. the Chiefs going to a Super Bowl, he, he's not going to win defensive player of the year. He's not going to get to 15 sacks unless he goes absolutely insane in this week 18 game. So a lot of those other incentives are out of his reach, but he can hit this one. So it's still it, it's still not as much money as the Chiefs would pay out if he were to hit everything that was added to his contract this offseason. But it's a nice little bonus payday if he can just get in the game and get one sack on Sunday. Yeah, and there are other milestones to watch uh, as well. Uh, if you keep going down the line, uh, Isaiah Pacheco and Rasheed Rice are within 1,000 yards. I, I tend to think they, they rest Pacheco just based upon the year that he's had. Uh, so 1,000 yards or not, uh, I, I, don't, I don't see him playing in this game. Rice is interesting because you're talking about a, a rookie franchise yardage record. The Chiefs have never had a 1,000-yard rookie wide receiver, and Rasheed Rice is in the 900s right now. And so you never know if he could uh, have an opportunity to play. Like I said, I, I think it's more likely you see Rice than Pacheco, but it's all it's all the more possible that, that you see neither. I mean, that might not matter to Rice. That might not matter to Andy Reid. Rookies tend to have less of a say in that type of thing, and so we'll see if either of those guys suit up. Part of me really wonders, too, if Andy Reid comes out today and he doesn't just say, like, you know, the starters are going to play the first half in this one, um, not like, and, and they don't commit to sitting them the entire game or something like that, because I also think there's something to build off of from last week's performance <sighs> against the Bengals, like, We've, we've yeah, been chasing I, that kind of performance from them for a while now, and it'd be nice to just put together a, a little bit more positive trending before the playoffs. You might be right. Um, you know, I know that people always bring this up uh, every year uh, as like what they're going to do in the last preseason game, what they would do in a meaningless game. Uh, and uh, <laughs> every year I'm like, well, Andy does the same thing. If it if there's absolutely nothing to gain, he treats it as a, as a, as a fourth preseason game. Um, if that, you know, this has been a little bit of a different year to your point. So like if, if maybe he says, you know, I want to keep my offense in a rhythm now that we've kind of found something. Uh, but I would, I tell you, that would be a change from, you know, every other year that he uh, has kind of d- done this. And I, I think reason for that, like the, the psyche beyond that is like, okay, we didn't get the benefit of 
a bye week where we could just sit at home. But hey, we have nothing to gain here. Let's at least get our guys uh, some of that rest. And you've seen Mitch Holtis this week, I'm sure, Steve, bringing up the fact that the Chiefs, the last like five or six games in a row, have had less rest than the opponent. So this would be a big blessing, and this would be a a, a way I, I think to rest your players without you know having earned it. Um, but again, uh, I don't think that necessarily is a blanketed uh, method that's going to happen for every single player. So we'll see who plays and who doesn't. Yeah, and we've talked about it plenty this year. The Chiefs had an absolutely brutal schedule, and yeah. not not just from an opponent standpoint, but just time frame wise, like just national window games the entire season basically i think we had two noon kickoffs um and then christmas day like it, it's just well, the, the league took the restrictions off um you know we don't have to go into details on the conversation about the schedule right now but it, you know they they kind of opened it up for all these networks to get a piece of teams that they wanted and naturally right this is patrick mahomes and the world champion chiefs every network wanted a piece of Kansas city. So rather than preventing, you know, X network from getting the chiefs, they just kind of allowed the schedule to fall as it, as it may. And, you know, a a byproduct of that, and this was pointed out before the season even started was late in the year, the chiefs would have less rest than like five or six opponents in a row. Uh, And it's been a tough month. And usually the chiefs remember this, Steve, like usually the chiefs are very good in December. Um, I know that Kansas City would never come to the podium and, and say, you know, we lost and we were, we were worse off because of rest. But rest is a big deal. I mean, look yeah. no further than uh, the London games uh, overseas where, you know, you had teams that were staying there and they just were just a lot uh, more fresh than teams that were kind of rolling out of the the eastern time zone and then suddenly having to play. And so, um, you know, I think they really take advantage of this week. That'd be my guess just because of the way that the year has been. Yeah, re- really since the month of November, the Chiefs have been on a really tough stretch here where, yeah, like you mentioned, all of their opponents have had more rest time than the Chiefs have. And maybe that's something that we could point to the injury report and say, like, this could be a product of that tough schedule where, you know, some players to keep an eye on on Wednesday, Donovan Smith, who missed last week, Darius Tony, who missed last week, um, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who wound up missing the game last week. Joshua Williams has been a little bit banged up. Legereus Sneed, we know, is playing through injury right now. McCall um, Hardman just came back from injured reserve, and he was worked in very slowly last week. Like The Chiefs have a lot of question marks on the injury report that rest time in week 18 could come up big for them as they turn towards the playoffs. So I do think we're going to see a lot of guys sit on Sunday, but I wouldn't be shocked if – you know, Andy Reid gives the starting offense uh, a couple of drives and then they put Chris Jones out there for a few drives until he hits his incentive. And then they're like, OK, you're on the shelf the rest of the game. Yeah, I wonder I wonder about the Kelsey Jones thing. And I wonder about the leash like Kelsey. You can kind of take care of yourself. You don't necessarily get a half a sec in the first couple of drives. Yeah, uh, especially if they're, they're double teaming you. So I, I'm just I'm curious to see how the, the Chiefs operate here. I mean, if it were me and I look. Steve, I, I don't know if you I did do well in fantasy, but I don't have a billion dollars sitting around. <laughs> I think I, I would just pay Chris Jones. Why, why, why leave him in the game? Why risk that injury? I mean, I know it was not great, but um, imagine if Jones is like in there till the second quarter and something were to happen. I, you know, I don't think you want that heading into the playoffs because then your season's essentially over. So I am, I am curious to see what happens with the, the Jones situation. 
Yeah. And we have seen teams do that over the last few years. It's not super common in the NFL to pay out incentives that you don't have to, but I think some organizations that like to keep their players happy, like we, we've seen them make accommodations when guys come up just a little bit short like that. So I wouldn't be shocked if that's the case either, but obviously it's something to monitor ahead of this week 18 matchup and plenty of playoff scenarios uh, should unfold on Sunday to keep an eye on. We'll have all that stuff for you at arrowheadpride.com this week. As always, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review everything that we're doing right here on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. Uh, again, we'll have the Chiefs press conferences available for you later this afternoon. We'll also have a fresh episode of the Great British Chiefs show, so stay on the lookout for that. Me and Pete will talk to you guys tomorrow with the next edition of the Arrowhead Pride Report. Hey there, it's Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride, and I'm excited to announce a new element of the Arrowhead Pride experience for diehard Chiefs fans. It's our brand new newsletter, Arrowhead Pride Premiere. It's obviously an exciting time as the Chiefs enter this season, looking to become the first back-to-back Super Bowl champs in nearly 20 years. Arrowhead Pride Premiere is a newsletter delivered to your inbox twice a week from me. For $50, you'll get an annual subscription packed with insider coverage from yours truly and new in-depth analysis from voices around Kansas. The city. It's all about what I'm seeing and hearing around the team. During the season, we'll deliver a newsletter ahead of each game to get ready for Sunday and a newsletter after each game to unpack exactly what happened. In the offseason, the party won't stop. We'll still be covering the biggest stories and all the offseason's twists and turns will show up in your inbox on a regular basis. Subscribe to Arrowhead Pride premiere today at arrowheadpride.com slash subscribe. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA, the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash VIYA. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.